Tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast. I'm Teresa Blaze. And can you guys believe that one year ago today, I launched my first episode? Well, maybe not exactly today, but one year ago this month, the first episode of Unresolved Life came out. And here we are, what, 54 episodes later. Talk about a total praise God. I want to uh, start with a little bit of housekeeping because there's a couple of things I want to do. And and then we're going to dig into a subject and I'm going to tell a little bit of my story, a part of my story that no one has really heard before. So before we get to that, I want to start by explaining what the Unresolved Life podcast is about. Um, it is about answering life's most difficult questions. It started with answering questions that I had, and it's kind of morphed into answering questions that any, you know everybody has. The questions that everybody has, but no one likes to ask. If you look back in my the archives of the show, you'll find I've touched on everything from uh, Islam to transgenderism to darker stuff than that. I believe it's time we come face-to-face with our questions. And in so doing, we come face-to-face with God. Secondly, I want to publicly thank uh, Sonda Allison from uh, Myrtle Ministries for doing the show last week, for doing the special show on uh, Halloween. I'm telling you, I when 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 God told me to, to um, contact her and ask her to do that, I didn't quite know what he had in store. But if you haven't heard that episode, she she was the guest host and she totally hit it out of the park. This is a public thank you, Sonda. Thank you for what you did and thank you for standing behind this ministry and what, and what we're trying to do here. Next, I want to speak about Unresolved News. First of all, I apologize for any of you who have subscribed and not really heard from me. I, I meant to get an article a day out that just didn't happen, although I have been working my tail off behind the scenes trying to get some things in order. The site is going to go forward. The podcast itself, the Unresolved News Briefing, is going to be delayed uh, because I want to make sure I put out a quality product. I don't believe in doing anything half-baked. So uh, we are going to be delaying the podcast, but rest assured it will go out. The news portion of it where I try and deal with news items from a biblical perspective, it will go live on the first, God willing, or as close to the first as humanly possible. Um, I believe that's all the housekeeping. Um, and now I, I really, I really think it's time we get on with the content. I want to set this up by telling a story. I was back, I was in high school and I had a real good group of friends. When high school, I was the kind of kid that I didn't need anybody. I was kind of that self-reliant. I could handle things on my own. I didn't need anybody. And, but I still had my group of friends, you know, and we were all kind of like that in our own way. But I was confronted with a question. Is God real? Is the supernatural real? In this context, my group of friends varied. I had one that was into Wicca. I had a couple that were like 
into you know those old horror movies the michael the michael the jason movies you know any of those weird offshoots and then i had one guy who i don't know if he was in into satanic worship i really don't but i know he sure listened to a lot of the music and then my very best friend was into spiritism so i had all this swirling around me and in the meantime i had someone who was speaking into my life the things of god so you can imagine the jumble of stuff that's running through my head at this point i had acquired the name razor short for hellraiser and this person who was speaking into my life got wind of it i was with my friend who was into the satanic music she was a teacher and she was talking she's like i don't like that you're being called hellraiser and i am praying for you and there was real concern I walked out of the room and I'll be honest, I laughed, I mocked, I thought it was a I thought it was funny as all get out. Please, so religious. Come on, relax. I'm fine. It's just it's a joke. But you know what? I couldn't shake it. That along with a few other events left a splinter of something in my mind. Like, well, why would she be so concerned about that? And then I had another supernatural encounter, which I'm not going to go into here. But it really spoke to this. What did I believe about God? You see, I kind of believed in him, if I was honest. Even if I said publicly I thought he was a joke and I didn't really, no, nah, there's not really a God. I kind of believed in him. I didn't know how to get to him or even if it was possible. And besides... I'd seen enough blood and guts and garbage in my life that I'd, he probably didn't care about me, and I really didn't care about him. So as long as we had that understanding, we were fine. Can someone relate? Have maybe the circumstances of your life kind of dictated to you that maybe God isn't really all that in a bag of chips like all the religious people talk about, all the Christians? Yeah, I was there. I get it. But you know what it took? It not only took him shaking my world and showing me that, yes, the supernatural is real. And you're going to have to make a choice. You're either going to side with the dark side or you're going to side with me. And only, it not only took that, but it also took someone caring. It took someone caring enough to speak the truth in love. You see, a lot of people make the mistake. I want to share Christ with someone and I want to, I'm going to be loving about it. But I really don't want to hurt them. No, it would hurt them not to tell them the truth. If that person is involved in things that are going to destroy them, it will be a detriment to them and it will hurt them if you don't tell them the truth. But at the same time, it has to be done in love. Because I promise you, if you do it that way, even if they rant and they rave or they rail and they laugh and they mock and they whatever, God will use it. It'll be kind of like a, like a thorn stuck in their mind. Like they can't shake it. Okay, even if they say, I don't believe in God, I, you know, I'm into this or that or whatever. Okay, but the Bible says that you'll be burning uh, or, or heaping burning coals on their head when you're kind to them. And when and when you and when you take this tact, I didn't come to the knowledge of Christ until sometime later. And there were a lot of other things that I had to wrestle with about my belief in Christianity where I had to wrestle with the facts of it. And I, we've talked about it some on, on the show. I've dealt with um, through various guests. Well, is God real? What about evolution? I mean, come on, isn't there just survival of the fittest? 
Or what about the archaeological side? Is there any proof to the Bible? You see, the public argument that I had was that, do not tell me about your God until you prove he exists. When in reality, I knew he did. I was just angry at him. Can someone relate? I wanted to tell that story because maybe there's someone out there who's living up the life. Maybe you're doing everything and, you know, you've got all your friends and you're just doing your thing. And you know God's been trying to get your attention, but you don't want to admit to it. Or maybe you know there's something supernatural out there. Like Sandra mentioned last week, maybe you're looking into the New Age stuff or possibly going into witchcraft or any number of things. Maybe another belief system. But the reality is, you know God is trying to get your attention. You know the claims of Christ. I have put together a report. And by the time this podcast goes live, it will be up on the site. The top three or four reasons, I haven't quite decided how many I'm going to include yet, why I became a Christian. I only listed one. But all of these are from my experience. And the things that I had to wrestle through when dealing with my own questions of faith and just what did I believe. Was it even worth my time to bother? If you go to unresolved.life forward slash newsletter, you'll find that report. And I promise you, everything I've written, you can check the claims for yourself. In fact, I prefer you do. Don't take my word for it. I've given you resources in the report uh, that you can research for yourself. Challenge him. Question him. Is he real? Does he care? Or is it as everybody says, well, you're just here to live life and, you know, life is brutal. It gets bloody. Deal with it. Is that really all there is? Or is there something more to it? And if there's something more, I don't know about you guys, but I want to know. Because every single person, at the end of the day, you have to answer three specific questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And where will I go when I die? I don't care if you're the most ardent atheist. You still have to answer that question. Even if you say there's nothing after death, you still have to answer that question. There's obviously more that I could say, but I just wanted to leave you with this. I believe the supernatural is real. I tried to deny it. I, uh, As uh, it says in Acts chapter 9 when Jesus was talking to Saul, he says it's hard to, for you to kick against the goads. Well, I was doing a little bit of kicking, even though I knew. I knew God was real, but I didn't want to face him because I had too many areas that I felt he had let me down and I was too furious with him. So with that, I ask you, please, to just go read the report and examine the claims for yourself. If you have any questions whatsoever, please send me an email. I may not have all the answers, but I will do my best to help you if I can. Thank you so much for your time and for your attention. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.